Spread the word. Your creator doesn't create poverty. That's an inside job that you create. Creator doesn't know anything about scarcity. What does your creator say? Live life and live it abundantly? What does abundant mean? It doesn't mean Gucci and Prada and I got a lot of. It means, it means see the possibilities. See what you have right here. You're listening to Superpreneur, your daily dose of empowerment and purpose. Dr. Kimbrough's back. Here's part two. You don't want to miss this. Forget zip codes. They didn't even know how many black millionaires in the U.S. But I had a presentation at the Federal Reserve and they told me, they said, Doc, there's two ways you can go about this. There are 112,000 African-American households with a net worth of a million or more, or there are 35,000 single individuals. I said, give me the 35,000. So I used a full-blown survey that I wanted them and that they completed anonymously. Now some attached the business card, some wrote the name on it, some hand-delivered it to me. So that was number one. Number two, I held six focus groups around the country. If you were an African-American and you weren't seven figures, you did not get into the focus group. I had the first focus group in Raleigh-Dorham. Why? Because I wanted to go back to Raleigh-Dorham. That was a place known as our Black Wall Street, Raleigh-Dorham in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So there were about 45 45 black millionaires, entrepreneurs in that focus group in Raleigh-Dorham. I had a huge focus group in Washington, D.C. There were more than 100 millionaires in the focus group in Washington, D.C. Bob Johnson, the founder of BET Television, was in that focus group in Washington, D.C. Carla Harris, most powerful black woman on Wall Street, was in that focus group in Washington, D.C. Michael and Steve Roberts, as you know, there are 523 hotels, motels in the United States that are African-American owned. The Roberts brothers, outside of Bob Johnson, are number two in terms of uh, hotel, motel ownership. They were in that group. So I had three focus groups in Atlanta. I had another focus group in Omaha, one-on-one in the Midwest. And then I had a focus group with just black females only out in Las Vegas. And then last but not least, I had 50 to 60 interviews. Now, when I started out on this quest, I made the determining factor. I didn't want any athletes, and I didn't want any entertainers because we are overrepresented and populated in that area. Now, I had athletes and entertainers approach me, oh, Doc, please interview me, man. Let me come speak to your kids and this, that, and everything. And I said, no, I'm, I'm into wealth. I'm not into income. Big difference. Big difference. You know what Bob Johnson told me, owner of the Charlotte Hornets? He said, he said, as you know, there are 32 NBA teams. And I said, yeah. He says, as you know, including the practice squad, there are 15 players on every NBA team. I said, yeah, I know that. He said that the average NBA team has at least 10 or 11 African-American males on the team. I said, yeah, I know that. He said, as you know, the NBA has the highest percentage and representation and the most powerful from an economic standpoint of black males in the world. I said, wow, I I, I didn't know you, you you put it together so eloquently. And then you know what he told me? He says, I signed their paycheck and I don't even know how they invest their money. The problem isn't money, the problem is what you do with your money. And it all begins with vision. 
Well, these are the seven laws of wealth that I found from my research. Over a seven-year period, I rubbed shoulders with minimum between the survey, the focus group, and the 60 interviews with minimum 1,000 black millionaires. These are their core competencies. This is what they do, 99.9% .9 of them, entrepreneurs. Number one, knowledge. What is wealth? Wealth begins in the mind, but ends in the purse. You gotta think it before you become it. And that's what you're doing, Barbados. That's what this confab and conference is about. You're heightening awareness on it. Look, everybody's gotta start someplace, and damn it, this is your someplace. Begins in the mind, but ends in the purse. Number two, you gotta make a decision that you're not gonna be poor. The poor keep score by cars and clothes. The middle class, they keep score by degrees and titles. But the wealthy, they keep score by the bank account. Big difference. I interviewed a gentleman by the name of Victor McFarland. Who's Victor McFarland? As you know, there are six black billionaires in the United States. You got 16 in Africa. You got six black billionaires in the United States, but if it weren't for the 07-08 recession, you had 10 other individuals who were going to be billionaires, but couldn't hold it for that recession. Victor McFarland was one of them. He told me that he was raised by a single parent in Middletown, Ohio. And his mother lived in a one-bedroom apartment, and that one bedroom was for her. But in the waiting area to that apartment was a couch. And he told me that he and his oldest sister, for the first 12 years of his life, slept on that couch. And I said, damn, Victor, it had to be rough. It had to be tough. Sleeping on that couch every day for 12 years, he cut me off at the knees. He said, Doc, don't feel sorry for me. I don't want any empathy. When I look back at it, those are probably the best 12 years of my life. I said, what do you mean? He said, it was during those 12 years sleeping on that couch every night that I made a conscious decision I wasn't going to be poor. Spread the word. Your creator doesn't create poverty. That's an inside job that you create. Creator doesn't know anything about scarcity. What does your creator say? Live life and live it abundantly? What does abundant mean? It doesn't mean Gucci and Prada and I got a lot of. It means, it means see the possibilities. See what you have right here. Imagine the impossibilities. Imagine the impossibilities. Number three, I said about this yesterday, believe in yourself when no one else will. Believe in yourself when no one else will. What did Jay-Z say? Jay-Z said, I knew I was making headway in the world of hip-hop. I said, well, why? He said, the haters were coming after me. Yeah. Believe in yourself when no one else will. To thy own self be true. As I tell my students, do you know your area of excellence? What is your one unique strength? No one in this room chose to be here. I didn't choose to be here. You didn't choose to be here. The bottom line, you were chosen. You were chosen. If you lived a normal life, what is Barb? What did you tell me the normal life, Barb? 74, 75 years on earth, right? In Barbados, the normal life? Do the calculus. That's 30,000 days. That's what you get. You get 30,000 days. Time is not running out. But damn it, your life is. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You're going to focus on your unique strength. Your area of excellence. And these entrepreneurs, these millionaires, they know their area of excellence. Why? Because they ask the three critical questions. Question number one, what do I love to do? What do I have a passion for? What can I throw my whole heart and soul into? 
What does Steve Jobs say when he always interviews at the executive level? He says, yeah, I look for competency, number one. But number two, I look for passion. What is passion? Will this individual love Apple the way I love Apple? So number one, what do you have a passion for? Number two, what would you do for free? If no one ever paid you a dime, if no one ever gave you financial reward for your efforts, what would you do for free? Because when you're doing what you love to do and you would do it for free, baby girl, your work is your play. And if your work is your play, you'll never work a day in your life. What do we know about entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs are completely engaged. Completely engaged. When you're engaged in your labor of love, man, I forgot. I didn't even eat today. I forgot. I got to go by to the cleaners to get my suit out. I have nothing to wear tomorrow. Man, I forgot to pick my kid up from school. Completely engaged. Are you completely engaged? Spread the word. When I come to Barbados, I'm going to spread the word. I can see, I, I can see the way, I can see, I can see if you're completely engaged by just the way you walk down the street. How do the poor, the downtrodden, the hopeless walk down the street? Oh, I wish I can find somebody to help me with these kids. How do the powerful, the engaged, those getting on with life, they walk down the street fast. Hey man, we'll get together, hit me on the hip, email me, send me a text message. I got you, man, I got you. Call me, we'll get together, I promise, man. But then last but not least, number three, go to those people who you respect and admire and ask, what do you think I'd be good at? Don't you know when I was an undergrad at the University of Oklahoma, you know my frat brothers called me? They called me the professor. Because I always had a book under my arm. I was always reading. I was always in the library. Where's Kimbrough? Kimbrough's in lab. He's always right. Man, tell us something. I'm always sharing a piece of data that I got. And what do you think I do now? Yeah. I mean, when I'm in the classroom, that's my home court advantage. See, that's my home court. And you'll never be defeated on your home court. I mean, I tell my kids, man, I, you know, I never teach a, a, a student in my life. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I teach sons and daughters. And that doesn't mean I'm an easy touch. It doesn't mean my class is easy. It means I've got a moral obligation to give them my best. And what are they going to give me in return? They're going to give me their best. They're going to give me their best. A rising tide lifts all boats. How may I serve thee? That's what entrepreneurs do. Entrepreneurs solve problems. They serve. What is the formula for compensation? Do you even know? Q plus Q plus MA equals C. The quality of your service plus the quantity of your service plus the mental attitude in which it is rendered always equals compensation. Always. That's what I love about Barbados, man. They just smother me with service. From the moment that plane lands, they just smother me, with, they pull me into this space. Don't you know you can have anything in the world that you want, depending on your level of service? Depending on your, and you can always judge how well you are serving others, but how many times people have contacted you trying to pull you away from your current employer? You can always tell your level of service, how well you are doing. A happy customer tells five of his friends. A dissatisfied customer tells 15 of his friends. Mm. If you are met with a customer complaint, the worst thing in your world can you do? Let that customer walk out that door without solving that complaint. Mm. 
Don't let the nice customer ruin your business, Barbados. Don't let the nice customer do that. See, the nice customer will drink the white wine when she asks for red. The nice customer will eat the well-done steak when he asks for red. The nice customer will sit there, wait for his order to be taken while the waiter's on the phone talking to his buddy. See, a nice customer will do that. But the nice customer never comes back. So don't come bum rushing me, tell me you got the order. No, you tell me when you get the reorder. And if you don't get the reorder, it's a sin not to know why you didn't get the reorder. I tell my students when they interview, Dr. Kimbrough, I just got a ding letter, I just got bumped. Okay, wait about two weeks and call them up. That's not the problem. The problem is you didn't call them up because you might do the same thing again. You might do the same thing again. Look at that. Thou shalt own thy own business. Burn it into your subconscious. I don't care what you do for a living. You're in business for yourself. Now, I don't care if you work in the housekeeping department for Marriott. I don't care if you're a big ball of shot caller entrepreneur. Bottom line, you're in business for yourself. You sign your own paycheck. No one hires you. You hire yourself. Depending on your attitude. Depending on your personal brand. And then last but not least, make your money grow. And that's what this is about. That's what this conference is about. It's about growing the brand. Growing the brand. And what is a brand? Your appearance, your name, your voice, your attitude, and the content of what you got to say. So, you wanted me to come back, I laid it on you. Then... <laughs> I don't think there are anything else that needs to be said. Wow. <laughs> Thank Serious. you, I You've been listening to Superpreneur, a relentless radio production with your host, Relentless Aaron. Follow him on all social media at Relentless Aaron. And of course, visit his website at RelentlessAaron.net. And be sure to subscribe to Superpreneur on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever fine podcasts rest.